0: Hey everyone meet kevin here i am live with the ceo of Robinhood for his first ever one-on-one interview with our community i know a lot of us have a lot of questions and i'm excited to get as many answers as we can to foster an open dialogue my goal in this interview is to have a real conversation about what happened to get answers to our questions vlad thank you so very much for joining me
1: thanks for having me it's good to be here Thank you.
0: Last Thursday, Vlad, on CNN, Bloomberg and CNBC, you discussed your decision to halt trading of some stocks like GameStop and AMC. Uh, This decision you mentioned was made to protect yourself and Robinhood users. This weekend, you spoke with Elon Musk via Clubhouse and you talked about this mysterious NSCC clearing formula, basically requiring you to have somewhere around ten times your usual cash on deposit. Is this, you know, if, if this NSCC clearing formula is to blame here, why didn't you talk about it on your interviews with CNN, Bloomberg, and CNBC?
1: Well, thank, thank you for having me. Um, and first of all, uh, I'm not about blaming anything or anyone. We're, we're running our business. You probably saw the tweet storm I had earlier today that kind of put all of the, these events in the context of the growth of the Robinhood business. Uh so you you kind of saw in those charts that we put out that new account signups, trading volumes, everything has has grown uh very rapidly just in the past couple of weeks. So um some of these some of these metrics grew by over 2x potential practically overnight. So w- with that uh came growth in uh the clearing deposit requirements and um you know, we, we had to, we had to restrict uh, buying in these securities in order to meet the deposit requirements. Um, so these
0: deposit requirements, this is like, if, if I were gonna put this into just super overly simplified terms, there's some spreadsheet that somebody has that when certain variables go in, like maybe it's multivariable, maybe there's an X, Y, and Z in there, right? And, and when some of those spike, like, users, or options volume, or stock equity volume on a certain trade. We don't necessarily know what that v- formula looks like. You had mentioned that. But yes. that could lead to a result that says, oh, crap, that's a lot of money we need. And we were not expecting that. Is, is that kind of what happened?
1: Yeah, it, it was a little bit uh, of what happened. So the, the formula isn't fully publicized. And you know the, the reasons are that, um, as I understand it, uh, if the formula were publicized it could lead to people uh potentially market participants acting to uh, influence the the results of the formula so that's the reason behind it obviously it would have been great to have a little bit more uh transparency into it um i think that's that that's certainly the case um but we were able to and as i mentioned in my my interview it was uh Three thirty in the morning, when Robinhood Securities, which is the uh, clearing broker dealer, uh, was was dealing with this issue, and you know people uh, people were uh, people were making quick decisions in in the moment, and you know people. Robinhood
0: or or the other
1: sides, uh, or about oh, Robinhood, Robinhood Securities. So the the operations team that that we have that operates the clearing business. Um, and you know, part of it was also that um, PCOing, which stands for position closing only, PCOing stocks is something that is actually part of the procedures of Robinhood Securities. So we do it uh, we do it regularly for a variety of reasons. You know, for example, if there's a, a corporate action of some kind. Um, or you know other things, we can mark a security position closing only. And uh, what what happened was, um, you know, the the communications went out as if it was a standard uh, position closing only uh, situation. But this situation was unique because so many customers, uh, so many customers were interested in buying these stocks. I think the. Right. You know, the day before was a, a very, very large day in volume. And so uh, people were upset. And I understand that uh, the last thing we want to do is prevent our customers from buying the stocks that they want to transact in. Everything Robinhood stands for, as you know, is all about providing so, access to, to these. stocks. Absolutely.
0: So what what you're saying is this this PCOing this can happen. Now oftentimes it happens I think you're saying if if there's like a certain issue with a corporation or something uh, but does it how comfortable should customers feel that there's not going to be more of this PCOing especially when we've got you know a lot of excitement around something like GameStop isn't that concerning to people to hear that that's actually potentially normal or is this just industry normal or is it that darn spreadsheet again what is it
1: well, well, the situation is this this is risk management, right? We're part of the financial services industry. We have to have risk management procedures. It's obviously not something we'd like to do again. And that's the reason why we raised the $3.4 billion, right? It, it wasn't to meet our deposit requirements. Um, you know, we 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 were meeting those with the restrictions that we enacted, but I totally understand that customers don't like when we set limits on these stocks. Um, You know, on Friday, we had one share limits, five share limits, and that's not a good situation for us. Uh, We have to do as much as we can to make sure customers have uh, unrestricted ability to buy to the greatest extent possible. And you know, the $3.4 billion, uh, I think gives us quite a bit of confidence of being able to do that
0: so let me ask you this if if Apple CEO Tim Cook came to you and said hey here's 10 bill on January 28th it's you know you wake up at 3:30 in the morning and I want you to speak to that a little bit too but let's say sure. you know you wake up 3:30 in the morning you know Tim Cook is like hey I got I got a credit facility here for you for 10 bill would you have had to restrict any trades
1: um, so if if we had 10 billion dollars the question is if we had ten billion dollars the morning of uh, Thursday, yep an extra ten billion in our bank account. yeah, yep. we, we would have been totally fine in that case
0: now why why then don't you have that kind of funding? Should somebody be nervous that you didn't have that liquidity?
1: Well, I mean, Robinhood raised 3.4 billion dollars. It's a significant amount of money. We feel pretty good uh, that you know at, there's certain frequencies that events happen, right? So this was, I think, a three sigma event or something like that. So this gives us cushion well right. beyond that. Uh, of course, there could be five sigma, six sigma, seven sigma events in the future that would uh, that would require us to. Execute our risk management procedures and set some limits. Hopefully, those limits will be reasonable for customers. Um, and but you know, obviously, I the operations team, Robinhood Securities, the team that's making these decisions, really has been doing a lot of work to become more and more sophisticated about how we do this. And right. we're on the journey. You know, you kind of saw it actually between Thursday and Friday. Uh, PCOing is a blunt instrument and then it was replaced it, produced. it was replaced by position limits on all of these stocks and that that's a much much more sophisticated solution so i'm very happy that the team has has come up with that and implemented it and ideally we don't have to use it but it's there as part of the yeah. standard risk management playbook
0: so it, so it goes back to really this this requirement, this mystery formula that when these insane things happen that nobody really expected to happen with that kind of options volume trading, with that kind of share trading, certain things happen. It's like, oh, there's a gasket that blew, so to speak. We got to fix that gasket, plug the leak with a finger for now, stop trading, fix it, get it back together. But now, you know, it does kind of make some people wonder. I mean, like, look, I've, I've got $2 million invested through your app, which is four times the SIPC limits. Do I have to be worried?
1: Uh, well we're doing what we can to make sure our customers assets are protected assets were safe and protected uh, throughout this this entire process and Robin and Securities takes that obligation extremely seriously and I mean we've got some of the most talented people that um, that work at that company and you know we're getting better and better every day of course we're 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 a startup broker dealer you know we're not like some of these other guys that, have been around for for decades and have built up, uh, you know, balance sheets that are gigantic. So we do have mm-hmm. to deal with the realities of that, and um, all we can do is just make sure that we do the best thing that we can to to have our customers have a safe and, and reliable experience. And you know, not it's right. not easy to raise three point four billion dollars in seventy two hours. Uh, as you can imagine, like that's a stressful process and so I think it shows how my, much care for our customers.
0: Right. On Thursday, why was this mystery formula not mentioned? On Thursday, the narrative was we're doing this to protect our customers and ourselves, why not mention this formula, not necessarily blaming someone, right? I'm not trying to yeah. say you got to point your finger, but, but this formula, you know, it's an inanimate object. Why not blame that?
1: Right. Well, first of all, you know, people, people get into blaming, you know, the other brokers also had to restrict. Uh, restrict these stocks, right? And you saw what happened through their clearing houses under the bus. There was blaming of the clearing houses, and mm-hmm. I'm not about that, not to mention our clearing houses, Robin Hood securities. so yeah, I don't really think it's about blame. Uh, I think, you know okay. uh, I think the reason is I was running on fumes myself on Thursday. I'd been up for like, you know, 24 hours under extremely stressful situations. so um, it took us a while to uh, to make sure that you know we had to get out of the the actual day-to-day of the situation making sure that right. you know we we raise the capital um, we're running the business appropriately we prepare the comms and figure out what we can say and what we should say and these are these Basically, are situations in the heat it, of it it almost
0: sounds like it, you you got into this you know the variables twisted in this crazy way uh, you didn't have a credit facility from Tim Cook, like the example I gave. And now it's kind of like, okay, how can we establish something like this to prevent these limits from happening again? And, and you're comfortable that at least the money that you've recently raised will help kind of cushion that. So I think I've, I've got that. It, it really sounds like you got screwed by this, this formula. I know you're not wanting to blame it. It's what it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like you're kind of stuck between this rock and a hard place because well, the formula screwed you, which is from these other companies. Well, let me tell you the,
1: the actual solution to this problem, right, which which I put out there yesterday once we got a little bit of breathing room. Um, really, it comes down to settlement being delayed. So when you're on Robinhood, everything feels instantaneous. You feel like you're, you're trading in real time. But kind of after the trade is made, uh, it takes two days before the cash and the stocks are delivered. So um, I, I firmly believe that that should be Instantaneous, right? You,
0: you shouldn't have so money. The the SEC is reviewing a company, Paxos, who is using the blockchain to clear securities transactions. Does the blockchain have a place in solving this crisis that you went to, to where maybe you don't need billions of dollars sitting around doing nothing for a rainy day, but instead you're using the blockchain and you're and you're able to pro- actually provide these, maybe not instantaneous, but you know multi-day uh, clearings where where you don't really run into these issues.
1: Well, first of all, I got to say the team at Paxos are doing interesting things. So shout shout out to those guys. Um, uh, I would I would say, however, I don't think this is a technology problem. Like there are many technology solutions uh, to this problem. I think it's actually a communications problem. Like I think that we just have the will. We have we have to have the will to make this happen, and we have to get people on board. And I think one thing that was really interesting for me throughout this process is. You know, on Thursday and Friday, I think you know I, I went through a little bit of a change myself, personally, a growth yeah. experience um, where I kind of stopped thinking of of Robinhood as um, sort of a just a just an element and a participant in the system, and I started thinking about kind of the system itself and just seeing how you know upset customers were and how passionate they are when sure. Robinhood you know, uh, didn't let them do what they wanted to do. I think to me was a signal that our customers actually aren't satisfied with us being, us saying we're subject to these rules and, you know, we have to follow the rules yeah. we're not in compliance Question on this. Customers want us to actually drive change. And that's what, that's yeah. what we're trying to do.
0: Why not blockchain?
1: Well, I'm not saying that, you know, blockchain is, is not a potential solution to the problem, but, I also think, you know, you have systems that can process real time transactions using standard these de- standard centralized database technology, right? You can just use a database. It doesn't have to be decentralized. Um, I- okay.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, that's true. You could have banks that use stable coins as well with the blockchain. It doesn't necessarily have, uh, have to be
1: uh, When I uh, mentioned this, a lot of people were like, oh, blockchain is the answer. And, you know, all, all the crypto people came out. So it's possible that <laughs> by solving this problem, we can actually create a bridge from the world of fiat and the world of crypto and have those kind of interoperate a little bit more seamlessly. Yeah. And I, I actually think that's, that's a very real possibility.
0: Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you for that. So the the twenty eighth. Just briefly going back to the twenty eighth here. You know, you mentioned here that communication is important. Did you have communication with anyone specifically, not at the SEC but at the White House on the twenty eighth that you can disclose?
1: No, no, I didn't. No, I I I saw that rumor flying around that uh, Joe Biden called me and told me to shut down uh, trading of these stocks. So that didn't happen. I didn't have uh, nobody from Sequoia Capital called me. Uh, I, I saw. I mean the the internet's a crazy place. I've I've gotten it full force over the past couple of days and there've been a ton yeah. of a ton of conspiracy theories that frankly don't make any sense.
0: Okay, so so what you're saying is or or maybe elaborate on this. Look, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look good. That obviously you've got companies like Citadel, who are market makers, who are also people who bailed out Melvin Capital, who had big short positions. You've got D One Capital, who's got a short position, or or sorry, or, yeah, I think they had a short position in uh, AMC. You know, these are companies. You know, Citadel provides revenue for a Robinhood. Uh yeah. you've got uh, D One Capital. Actually, not an investment. investor
1: in Robinhood. I, I don't know if if D floating investment. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean here's so- the thing. Here's the thing. Um, there is this whole narrative of, you know, the hedge funds and the institutions and and the little guy. And we're hundred percent for the little guy. It's it's for it's it's part of the brand. Robinhood, a lot of these people wouldn't be able to do what they're doing if Robinhood didn't exist and didn't do what we did, right? So we're obviously for the little guy. At the same time, we're we're a business that needs capital and um, you know due to restrictions we're not able to raise as as a private company capital from uh from our customers typically from individuals so we rely on the broader financial system for capital and we rely on the broader financial system that we plug into for executing our trades we can't do everything in the financial services industry that we depend on ourselves um i mean maybe eventually we we could and and we we might but Right now, we we still have to be plugged into the broader sort of system of companies to to allow customers right. to buy stock.
0: Was this a missed opportunity? I mean, could you have just shut down Microsoft trading, for example, and say, you know what, we're we're with Wall Street bets, we're with GameStop. Was this a missed opportunity? And a second part to this two part question here, uh, yep. you know, do you did you have a discussion that maybe maybe the reason GameStop was one of the ones that was uh, halted was because not necessarily only volatility, but Hey, people are taking margin. And, and what if the stock goes back down to 60, which now in retrospect, it did, did that have a part in, in the thought process?
1: Uh, no, I mean, I, I think I've been very clear why the, why Robin securities made the decision they did to, to restrict trading of these stocks. The reason why they didn't restrict uh, other stocks is because, um, the, the way the formula works, the volatility and concentration in single names actually influences it. So it's not like you can choose any stock, uh, and right. it's not like it's a it's a one to one sort of volume determination. Where oh, I have some trading here, I can just cancel that. And and also, you know, um, there's a there's a process for these. There it, it's not arbitrary. There are operational processes that exist that. We have to follow that. Robinhood Securities follows that govern um, govern what we do in these cases.
0: Would using the blockchain prevent a lot of your revenue?
1: I don't think so. I mean, we do use the blockchain to some degree with our crypto business, um, which which actually is a is a business that has been growing very well, and uh, people people love that product.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I, I mean, for clearing. Like if if you did blockchain, you really really are into this
1: blockchain for clearing thing. Look, I think we're we're totally open to discussing blockchain for for the the T plus two real time settlement initiative. Um, I I have Mm -hmm. to say, since I put that out there, so many people have reached out, right, and and they want to be part of it. Like you know, there's memes on the internet about all of this like plumbing clearing stuff that. I wouldn't have expected. So I'm really excited about financial services becoming culturally relevant in a way that it hasn't been before, and that's what we're seeing. So I think you know a lot of times companies put out these things to try to get you know Congress or the SEC to do stuff, and then they end up not really doing anything. But sure. we're gonna do this thing, like we're doers, we're gonna build, and I wanna deliver it under-resourced, under-budget, ahead of schedule, and I think it's going to be awesome. I think people just need to believe that um, that the American financial system is making progress. Got it.
0: So uh, wrapping up here, what do you think it's going to take to convince people to either stay or come back to Robinhood? And when are we going to see the reintroduction of that for free stock promotion? <laughs>
1: Glad you like that. Um, so um, you know, I think obviously the product speaks for itself, but I think um, I think people have been asking for a little while since the other brokers dropped their commissions to zero and matched our pricing why people use Robinhood, right? And, and you hear a lot of theories behind this. You know, the, the most notable kind of current theory is people use Robinhood because of gamification which I, I don't believe. And I think this week showed people why people use Robinhood. It's because it's more than just a product. It represents a movement and we're seeing a movement in finance right now, which is all about empowering the individual investor um, and not, not institutions, not hedge funds, uh, not the big guys. And, and I think that's a big part of what Robinhood stands for and why we've been so successful because the movement is reflected in the name And that idea is just so powerful. So so how do I get people to trust us? You know, I recognize people were upset by the decision on Thursday, even though it was outside of our control. And Mm. I think one thing that that we can do and I'm excited to do is is just be more transparent. I think no secret financial services companies are typically not very transparent and there's good reasons for it. We're highly regulated. Um, We've got to be very careful with what we say. Um, But I, I would like and my commitment to, to you and your viewers is um, I'd like to test kind of the boundaries of how transparent a financial services company could be. Um, the bigger brokers would have never done the Elon Musk Clubhouse interview. Right. True. So I think we're learning. I think we're learning. Um, we're a young company. We've been around a few years. Um, and we're excited to, we're excited to lead. We think we can have a really, really good impact on the financial system on our customers' lives, um, and we'll see where it goes.
0: Yeah. And thank you for that clubhouse interview. I, uh, uh, listened to your clubhouse interview, streamed it uh, while playing call of duty, and then my video went trending. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, very last thing, and this sure. is really not a question. I just got an, I got to know the answer. Okay. All right. On screen here. Are, are you sure this isn't you?
1: Well, um, you'll have to find out, you know, I can't I can't divulge that information. You know, I'm limited. I'm limited in what I can say by uh, by my position as the CEO of Robinhood Markets.
0: I love it. Thank you so very much for coming on. Uh, I appreciate this transparency. I think this is a a very great move uh, to do. I look forward to this again in the future. Uh, Thank you to uh, everyone uh, listening and uh, watching. I'm going to end the live stream now. Appreciate you all. Consider sharing the video, subscribing.